0: All right, how we doing everybody? I'm your host Will Reddington and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Our show is brought to you by Mm -hmm. Vegas Live 365. If you are looking for a way to bet on sports from the comfort of your own home, if you're tired of driving across the bridge, Vegas 365 is your spot. Message me, Will Reddington4, on Twitter if you want to get set up. Whether you bet $5 or $5,000 every single week, Vegas 365 has you covered. Our show is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy Sports. Use promo code RED with two Ds for a $20 deposit bonus. On any deposit, $20 or more, Thrive has awesome NFL contests rolling each weekend. You could win up to $10 thousand dollars. And of course we are also brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's Irish Pub, as concerts and events start to return to the KFC Yum! Center, there's no spot more equipped to give you the best pregame or the best postgame you could ever ask for than O'Shea's Irish Pub, downtown 123 Main Street. Very easy to remember. All right, let's get it going. A B austin bickett we are back red talk second episode this week man i'm fired up time for our standard weekly episode where me and austin try to predict the future of the world of sports and lately we have not been doing a great job i i think we're not doing a great job i know i'm not doing a great job are you doing a great job i went four and two last week oh. went,
1: went back went back at the whole record together 39 26 on the year on here you know that's 60 percent. that's gonna that's going to be a professional capper standards right there.
0: Yeah, no capper. I, I, you know, and I appreciate that. Thank God you're here. I kind of feel like I should just let you talk for the next twenty minutes. Well, it's because uh, you do
1: you do twenty card twenty teams on your card every week,
0: and they're usually all college games. College is very hard. It is, and uh, this week I'm not doing that. I'm going to keep it together and give a smaller card out, mainly because you know it's just it's just too taxing on my mental health. But let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's have some fun. I don't really have much to touch on on the outside sports world. Um, for anybody wondering what our life was like after Roosters, uh, it's pretty solid. Odolli's I fully endorse.
1: Yeah, O'Daly's had a pretty good performance. Um, we're going back. We're double dipping going back one more time this week. Then we'll make a decision on our future after that. But food's just as good. Service 10 times better changing of the tvs 10 times better Wish they had a couple more tvs but you know when when they're at roosters you're not gonna be able to watch
0: them anyway so it doesn't really matter it's very true and um it's a good point that the food is just as good and i think that was our main complaint and um i i really enjoyed oh food that boom boom sauce boom boom pow black eyed piece i literally loved it i can't wait to go back it's a little dangerous how cheap everything is in there but yes i uh i thoroughly enjoyed it i'd be okay to never go back to roosters again they uh they lost us they have to live with the memory of us and the memory of us only from now on and i actually think that's relatively appropriate but let's jump into the cards uh big week of college football and nfl this week as they all are college football what do you have first
1: you're not going to like this one because of your futures bet, but I got Baylor plus six, uh, noon kickoff, two ranked teams. Thought game day would be in town, but they are at Ole Miss A&M. You know them with their SEC biases. is hard to get them out of SEC country. But, uh, you know, I don't really know if Baylor is the 13th best team in the country, but Oklahoma kind of been the same story every, we- every week. They did blow out Texas Tech, but other than that, they've kind of been in a close games every single week. I like the the very live home dog Baylor here in a noon kickoff.
0: Let's go toe-to-toe. I have Oklahoma. I'm looking at minus five and a half here. Okay. You can keep the half um, foot. You can keep the half. Cool. Glad we were able to figure that out as friends. But, um, yeah, I think Oklahoma rolls them. I think Baylor is overrated. This is Oklahoma's only chance they've really had to like beat somebody good on the road you're only as good as the team they put in front of you. And that's kind of the story of this Oklahoma season. They've obviously been underwhelming. Their playoff ranking shows you that. They're an undefeated Big 12 team. This late in the year, they get no respect. What are they now in the polls, like eighth still? Eighth. Very fair. Eighth. Eighth. And I yeah, agree. I think it is me. fair. Okay, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I, I think that um, if Oklahoma wins this game and wins it handily, you can see them jump Cincinnati, at least yeah. both Michigan schools. Cincinnati sucks. It, it, they I'm do Cincinnati it, it is a fair assessment though that if they go into Baylor and they win that game by a lot we could be looking at Oklahoma at fifth or or maybe better this is the week for them to make their move and I I believe in that I think Oklahoma wins this game by 14 plus I I have Oklahoma first so head-to-head all right I think last time we went
1: head-to-head was the Michigan Michigan State game and I yeah. busted you maybe I usually back lose here.
0: those yeah
1: you uh, to be fair, that was a very lucky win by me. I feel like Michigan probably should have won that game, but you yeah,
0: know, well, I guess karma exists, so that's why I lose stuff like that. Go <laughs> ahead, what do you have next? <laughs>
1: All right, my next pick is going to be kind of gross, and another one of these ranked games. Another dog. I'm taking Purdue plus the 21 against Ohio State. Um, I think Ohio State is still a much better team, but the last couple of weeks they've kind of let these teams that aren't as good as them in Nebraska and Penn State hang around. They beat Nebraska by nine, beat Penn State by nine as well. Purdue has been the the giant killers this year. They absolutely ended Iowa's season. They've been terrible since that Purdue game. And then they also just beat the undefeated Michigan State by 11. Uh, I don't think Purdue is going to do it again as far as win against an undefeated team and kind of knock them out of playoff contention or whatever. But I do think Ohio State lets them hang around a little bit. I can see this being like a 10, 14-point game in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to take the, the Boilermakers to hang in there with Ohio State. Last time they did play, which was – To be fair, three years ago, Purdue beat them by 30. So
0: Purdue is such a weird team. They are so hard to figure out. You watch them one week, they look terrible. You watch them another week, they look great. But they're coming off back-to-back wins. I don't hate that one. I just, um, I mean, Ohio State's in the playoff. The style points are not as big of a deal.
1: It's always hard to fade Ohio State or Alabama or usually Clemson, teams like that, but Just based on the past couple weeks, um, Purdue seems to get up for these big games, and Ohio State's had two back-to-back kind of slow starts. I do think Ohio State will still win, like I said, but three touchdowns seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, no, that that, that is a lot. My next pick, I have Washington State plus 14 at Oregon. Oregon is third in the... College football playoff rankings. I really like Washington State here. I watched them play a game in its entirety when they faced my Arizona State Sun Devils as a similar underdog. I think it was around the same line. Washington State won outright and they won by a lot. Their quarterback is the best quarterback in the Pac 12. They're five and four. They're by no means a great team, but I don't think Oregon belongs in this playoff. And this is a game that I definitely see being close. Washington State can absolutely score with them. Half or more of Oregon's wins are games where they've been really close, where maybe they they shouldn't have won. They're going to come out with some sweet uniforms, but I think Washington State absolutely keeps this close. It's a 10-30 Saturday night kickoff, and uh, th- this is my favorite college bet of the week, Washington State plus 14.
1: Yeah, I've watched Washington State a couple times this year. They're pretty scrappy, and that quarterback is pretty good. Uh, it, it, I'm going to be pretty upset if Oregon gets into the playoff. I know, like, as of right now, you can't keep them out because they do have maybe the most impressive win of the season at Ohio State. But I really hope somebody beats them. I don't know if that will be this week, but I, I can easily see this game being close, like you said. So I like that pick from you. But uh, somebody beat Oregon, you know. We don't need the Pac-12 in the playoff ever. Right. Yeah, absolutely. What do you have next? All right, Um. this – I really don't like a lot on this slate. It's a very tough slate. I'm gonna go with San Diego State minus three, also 10:30 kickoff, hosting the Nevada Wolfpack and future NFL quarterback Carson Strong. Um, San Diego State has a very good defense. They're eight and one on the year. They don't score a ton, which is a little concerning, laying any amount of points. But I really just wanted i was gonna bet this anyways. I really just want to um, pick them so we could talk about their punter. They have maybe the best punter in the history of the world.
0: Like a Heisman trophy candidate yeah, they are or talk- one writer I read today.
1: <laughs> They're talking about him being the it, like a day two pick, like second or third round. Like he is he has multiple punts of eighty plus yard this year. He has the highest average punt in history so far. I know they haven't finished a whole season a whole season, but I mean this man is nasty. So I mean, you gotta think Nevada's starting in their own red zone every time. Yeah, no, I I like where your head's at <laughs> there. And I mean, that's probably why their defense is so good, because, I mean, they're probably good anyways, but the numbers are probably inflated because the opposite team has to go 90 yards every single drive.
0: Also, though, to punt a lot and be that good at punting, that means that they're not scoring their offense, very yeah, much. Yeah,
1: their offense is not very good, but they're still 8-1 because of their defense and their punter. So, yeah, kind of weird to... Um, back up a game by saying yeah they have a really good punter but I I do think San Diego State is just the better team here anyways Nevada even though they do have Carson Strong who might end up being a first-round pick he hasn't been that impressive this year it kind of seems like they lost their seven and two it kind of seems like they lost the only games that had any like media attention on it and this is going to be another one with a ranked San Diego State team so I guess we're staying up late on Saturday.
0: Yeah, a couple late ones there from
1: sneaky, us. My- uh, sneaky, I don't think either one of us will really be watching these games because 10.30 Saturday night, Gonzaga and Texas basketball game. Ooh. Great
0: game. Top five Ooh. matchup. We also have Villanova-UCLA on Friday night late. Great weekend of college
1: hoops. But this isn't a college hoops podcast.
0: No, it's not. Louisville-Furman's <laughs> Friday night, too. Um, Also, my next pick, Arkansas, minus three at LSU. Arkansas-LSU, it's always close. Every year, it's a rivalry game. They do the little rivalry trophy. The boot, right? Yeah, I think something like that. Right, trophy. That's our our LSU basketball phrase, boot up. Um, LSU coming off a very, very impressive performance at Alabama. Losing by six. Plenty of chances to win that game. They didn't have to win it. I think that that is a demoralizing loss for LSU, um, covered by 21 and a half points or whatever. But to be that close in Coach O's final season and to not win that game when you have opportunity after opportunity to knock off Alabama, knock them out of the playoff for good, I I don't see him getting up for this game. A lot of guys have opted out. Last year, LSU won this game by three. I know LSU wasn't very good last year, but I, I don't think Arkansas is that bad. I don't think they're that good either. But given the spot for LSU, if you're a college football fan and you were sitting at home, you had that LSU-Alabama game on last Saturday night, and you're probably thinking, wow, LSU's better than people think. I promise they're not. I like Arkansas here to win in Louisiana, and I like them to do it by a lot. These are two
1: of the harder teams to figure out because— LSU's had good games, and yeah, it turns out Florida's horrendous, so I guess you can kind of throw that one out. They got absolutely shit-pumped by South Carolina. Nobody saw that coming, but uh, Arkansas started off the season really well. Obviously, I think they got all the way up to like the top 10 after blowing out Texas or whatever, but yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect. I don't really know what to expect from motivation standpoint from either one of these teams, so I'll be staying away, but I, I trust your opinion on LSU. You usually know what's going on except when you – bet him against kentucky and uh told him not to bet him against florida so we'll see how it goes
0: yeah so that's just like 25 percent of the season so far it's not too bad <laughs> um okay whatever what do you have next
1: I, i'm i'm done i just three college picks for me this week okay i'm not Very even close to being board. done yeah okay. so
0: um louisville minus three at home at uh, the usually oven. fade the cards no nah, no chance not today not, i didn't not on Lamar Jackson day. I did rare, rare win for me on Clemson minus four. I think that was the only bet I won on Saturday. (laughs) It was Clemson minus four. Congrats to us. Yeah, we're pretty good. Uh, Louisville minus three against Syracuse. It's Lamar Jackson days in the house. Going to have a lot of former players there. Um, Not speaking to team success, but in terms of individual success, Lamar Jackson is the best Louisville football player that any of us have ever seen. He's back in the house for this game against Syracuse. Louisville dressed in all black, just like a new clock. All the broad screaming like they just seen Tupac. Black helmets as well. Um, I really like the cards here. When you look at Syracuse, they've been a cover machine. They're one of the best against the spread teams in the country. I expect that to decline a little bit for the last three weeks. The cards are two wins away from Bell eligibility. After this game, we have Duke and we have Kentucky. Both of those games are winnable games. Syracuse is a game that Louisville has to win with Lamar in the house. These two teams played last year. Louisville wasn't good at all last year. Louisville goose-egged Syracuse at the Carrier Dome 30-0. to 30-0 to last year. It's a three-point spread. There's a lot going on in the Louisville locker room. I know Hassan Hall picked up his stuff and just left. So Hall passes, no longer need him, never needed him, uh, wasn't a good player. But I, I really like Louisville here. Noon kickoff. I think that's a good time for it. Get everybody in there early. This stadium has been empty. The energy's been down. I don't think we scored a fourth quarter point in a month and a half. It's due to change. This team's better than that. Louisville by three against Syracuse. Lock it up. Syracuse
1: coming off back-to-back wins. Like you said, the cards continue to look good in the first half and not so good in the last half. Thought they were going to pull it out last week, and then you guys ran the same play four times in a row with goal to go. So, Yeah, the the Syracuse offense isn't very good. It seems like Louisville kind of always dominates Syracuse, going back to Lamar jumping over that man, standing all the way up. So, yeah, I I don't hate it. This is a toss-up to me, but with Lamar in the building, uh, it seems like it should be a later kickoff with all that going on, but I understand why it's not. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. Good luck. Uh, Don't really have any opinion on this. Hey, I really appreciate it. Louisville's a really weird team to figure out the last couple weeks.
0: They are, but they're two wins away from bowl eligibility. We got to have it. We got to have it at the oven at noon. Uh, My last pick, Vanderbilt plus 21 uh, hosting the Cats. Uh, Don't think Vanderbilt's very good. They're one of the worst teams in the country, but uh, that's Kentucky giving 21 points on the road. Sign me up. Let's move on to NFL. No need to elaborate. What do you have first?
1: You ever just not take Kentucky and Louisville in
0: some way? Ah, It's just fun. It's fun (laughs) for the podcast. And last week, those were two games that I won. I gave out Tennessee easiest bet of my life Jesus Um, Christ they won by three (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding I didn't watch the second of it I haven't seen any highlights have no idea what actually happened I was at the oven all right whatever
1: Um, first pick for me is going to be the Browns and Patriots under 45 and a half I kind of try to do the same thing with the Browns and Chargers under it went over in the first quarter so hopefully that, that doesn't Get me again, but these are two teams that play pretty good defense. They like to run the ball. They don't take a ton of shots. Um, a lot going on in the Browns locker room, but probably for the good that Odell is now on your team. Uh, they absolutely hated him in Cleveland. So that's a positive. But the Patriots are rolling right now. They've been playing great defense. Browns still have a pretty solid defense and they all they locked the Bengals down last week. So I don't see this being any kind of shootout in any way. So you know, let's go with the under and get it right this time.
0: Yeah. That uh, sets me up to take two picks. Thanks a lot. Nice uh, okay. segue. We're really getting good at this. There you go. um, I, I, so I've already taken the Patriots minus one. I did it at the beginning of the week. I will give out two and a half here because this is uh, what the sure line is. Sharp, right you're now. a line mover. Uh, no, it's because Nick Chubb got announced with COVID. I bet it immediately. The Browns averaged 10 fewer points per game when Nick Chubb is not there. He still could play. He's vaccinated. The rules are really weird with all that. But I do think the Patriots are going to win this game. And uh, to move to Monday Night Football, the Rams minus three and a half against the 49ers. They asked McVay about this Odell thing, and he said, I would never say never on anything like that. I don't know how bad the Rams actually need Odell when you look at how good Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Van Jefferson have been this season. They just let Deshaun Jackson do literally whatever he wanted because he couldn't get any playing time on this Rams team. And they're bringing in Odell Beckham. I would expect him to take most of Van Jefferson's snaps. Van Jefferson's very good. I'm not thrilled about that. But if Odell is ever going to go somewhere and figure it out, it's on a situation like this, he really can't be a diva in L.A. because the Rams don't need him to do anything. He can go over there and sit on the bench, and it's not going to make that big of a difference. But if he does turn in to New York Giants, LSU, Odell Beckham, it makes the Rams better. That's what the Rams do. It's guitar hero, star power all in L.A., and um, I I would be shocked if we didn't win this game against the 49ers by three and a half. I mean, good Lord, we're at Odalis. We're not winning many one one o'clock bets, and we all have the Niners. They're facing Colt McCoy. The the Cardinals are ready to forfeit the game. They're fine, and the Niners get just absolutely pummeled by the Colt McCoy-led Arizona Cardinals. I I don't even know why the Niners are going to show up for the rest of their season. I really don't. They, they're the third worst team in the state that is hard to do in the NFL. And I, I really love the Rams might here. Be
1: the, might be the fourth worst team. No Raiders love? Oh, the Raiders are in
0: Vegas. Just I mean, do you like understand geography or No. Fuck. And I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> you know how hard it. that is for me? It's ridiculous. I don't know why running. I thought
1: there was... Why did I think there was four teams in... There used to be. Uh, yeah, I was thinking... San Diego,
0: Oakland, Oakland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they they're did not... they did used to be in California. But... Yeah, but they're not anymore, which That's is why i said going three...
1: yeah,
0: Okay. <laughs> now I have to cut that out too. Unbelievable. I got stuff to do. Anyway, uh, yeah, Rams by three and a half, and uh, also Rams seven to one Super Bowl. Uh, what do you have next? Next,
1: I have the. L.A. Chargers minus three against the Vikings. The Vikings are the team this year that every single game is going to be close, and they are kind of like the Chargers of the last few years, where they are going to find a way to lose every single close game. Um, they lost to Cooper Rush, and then they blew a fourteen or seventeen point lead against the Ravens. Not sure what they actually got up. I know they were up fourteen multiple times in that game. Um, they they just they're the team that is constantly in a close game, and the Chargers. Are also, They also play a lot of close games, and it seems like they finally flipped the page where they find a way to win these close games. They just want a close game against the Eagles. I wish it was two and a half because it just feels like it's going to come down to a field goal at the end one way or the other. But I'm going to trust the better team here with the better coaching staff and the better quarterback.
0: I don't hate that one. I almost added it to my card. Every Vikings loss this year has come by seven or less points that yeah, has got to be painful. Week. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, you never know what you're going to get from them. They're they're obviously not that bad when you examine of, uh, that
1: stat. A lot of th- stuff going on with Dalvin Cook as well.
0: A lot of stuff. Yeah, I I prefer not to address that. Let's go ahead yeah. and move on. I, <laughs> uh, my next pick: Chiefs minus two and a half on uh, Sunday Night Football against the Raiders. Um, you Coming know back I don't I hate, more, huh? I, yeah I don't love this. Um, uh, we've been doing a little bit of this all year. It used to be a law, an algorithm. We had Chiefs by three or less against anybody. That's not a thing him. anymore. It's <laughs> not a thing anymore. But good lord, I mean the Raiders, what they have going on, this Henry Ruggs stuff, man. They're trying to blame the fire department for this. What? Uh, yeah, it, Henry Ruggs that girl. Henry Ruggs's attorney is trying to blame the fire department for all this going on. And I don't man. really want to dive too deep into this, but like from my perspective in Louisville, Kentucky. Somebody who's not that smart, who doesn't know what's going on almost ever. That car probably didn't catch, in, catch on fire if Henry yeah. Ruggs doesn't hit it. So, you know, domino effect uh, probably Tough still effect, his fault.
1: Domino minus two and a half.
0: Yeah, I guess, in a way, yes. Um, they did lose last week
1: to the Giants. I was on the wrong side of that. Yeah. Brutal pick six by Derek Carr late in the game.
0: Yeah, and I had the Giants. You know, if if somebody's going to love the Giants, if nobody will, (laughs) it may as well be me.
1: Yeah, he Um, loved throwing that weak-ass pick six when they had the lead in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, though, um, uh, them and the Raiders always battle. It's usually split part of the season series. So you'd think the Raiders win the home game. Sunday night, probably everybody in America on the Chiefs. It's Veterans Day. Catch you with the Americans. I'll be on the Chiefs as well.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, good luck. Um, on in theory, the Chiefs should win that game, but they might just stink this year. So, who knows? All right. My next pick. I'm coming home to my favorite team, my Broncos minus three against the Eagles, coming off that massive slaughter of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I don't think we're back. I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't even think we're going to go to the playoffs. But we're five and four. Got a chance to go six and four before our bye week. That would put us right in the middle of in the hunt. Eagles not a very good ball club believe it or not. Broncos looking for the sweep of the NFC East this already this early in the season. They've beat the Cowboys football team and Giants, 3 of their 5 wins. Um I just don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be able to put up a ton of points on this Broncos defense. Uh the Broncos offense looked very good last week. I'm sure they won't continue at that pace, but I just don't I don't think that a young quarterback who hasn't really proven himself to being able to throw the ball in the pocket is going to put up a lot of points on this defense on the road. Also wearing our sick color rush jerseys, that never hurts. So, yeah, Broncos minus three. I'm ready to get hurt again.
0: Hey, man, it's a good pick. My next one, Eagles plus three <laughs> in Denver. Um, Not a ton of reasons for this, to be honest. Um, despite me? No, it's not. I mean, the the Broncos look pretty didn't good.
1: All you, didn't all you cool dudes take the Cowboys on Sunday too?
0: I wouldn't say that we're cool, but everybody yeah, that Gianna you were with pretty
1: cool when it was thirty to zero.
0: It wasn't fun, okay. <laughs> and I'm not taking the Eagles because I'm mad at the Broncos. I'm just choosing to believe in the bulk of the Broncos season versus now. I mean, they win that game. You're like five and four. We're making the playoffs. You're saying positive stuff about Teddy Bridgewater again, and it's a good game. I yeah i just get a little tired of it you know and i i um
1: i'm gonna tell i'm gonna talk about when we suck and i'm gonna talk about when we play good we played good last week so we'll probably suck this week
0: (laughs) eagles plus three they'll figure it out they're due to win a game they're not as bad as their record shows they're in a lot of the games they lose i don't know eagles plus three i mean it's not like i have any idea what's going on if anything you should view that as a favor from me to you the fact that i just gave that out thanks man you got anything else? You done?
1: Um this is the week the Titans lose to Trevor Simeon. Why is that line only three?
0: Very weird line. Want no part of the Titans. I mean
1: the Saints defense is very good. But I mean, I don't know. The Titans are the hottest team in the NFL, only laying three at home to a team quarterbacked by Broncos legend Trevor Simeon. No, I'm not going to put it on my official card. I'm just going to bet it and cry about it on Sunday at 155.
0: Pretty casual move from us. My last pick of the week, Falcons plus nine at Dallas. The Falcons are firmly securing the seven spot in the playoffs. I know that's gross. I think it's gross. You think it's gross. Everybody thinks it's gross. They should have found a way to lose that Saints game on Sunday. They didn't. Uh, Dallas, something's wrong. With the Cowboys, and I think it just happened immediately. And I don't know how much it matters. I think the Cowboys still end up in the playoffs, but I do think this game ends up being close. I think the Falcons are looking at the standings like, "Wow, we are kind of here, and if we keep winning, we are going to make the playoffs against all odds." Uh, this spread should be like six tops after what the Cowboys just showed last week, and it's still nine. It's like they're ignoring. What both teams did last week, and that's a little scary. But the Falcons plus nine is my last NFL pick.
1: Yeah, I don't think Dak is a hundred percent healthy. I think that was pretty clear on Sunday against the Broncos. But yeah, the, the the Falcons have actually been playing pretty good ball as of late, even without Calvin Ridley. So I, I can I can see that. I, I thought the line would be about a touchdown as well. So I guess we're going back to back, going back to war with
0: Matty Ice. Yep, and when we do that, we usually lose. I am wearing a Deion Sanders Falcons primetime jersey right now, though, which I, I don't I don't even know what that means at this point in my life. I don't know if that helps or hurts. I literally yeah, have no clue. Yeah, and uh, that that does it for me this week. Do you have anything else?
1: Nope, I think that's about it, man. Glad college basketball is back, even though my team is 0-1. Yeah, I mean, they may never win. Yeah, we'll probably won't win a game. That'd be crazy. I'd like to say we'll probably win more games than we won last year by January.
0: Not gonna be hard to do. Good week. College basketball's back, uh, NBA, college hoops, college football, NFL, all rolling at the same time. It's very overwhelming. Austin, great job. I I I, I want to go on record. I, I don't know what's coming after this. I don't know if anything's coming. I don't know if I'm gonna talk about the bachelor or not. I got some really sweet responses. To my um, who's going to replace Lexi Browning. I, actually, let, let me go ahead and do this now. Just so I can get this out of the way. Types of responses I got on this poll or whatever, whatever. <laughs> a sticker. I think they call Ridiculous it Ridiculous like, poll. <laughs> uh, one person said, down. Tongue out emoji. Uh, another person said, I watched one season three years ago. That person that was, nice. was you. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> You want me to uh, a
1: double shift. I'm sitting right here.
0: Yeah, you you don't know it. what's going on. It's not going to be worth us talking about. Roxy Browning says, "Phone in from Cancun." Lexi Browning says, "I hope this week sucks, and you guys have nothing to talk about <laughs> until like I get going." to yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's going to suck. It's <laughs> not looking great. Uh, Jared Nart just flipped me off. um middle finger emoji which i don't even know why or how that's necessary jared i doubt you're listening to this but if you are i I don't i don't know what you're trying to get across here i'm just doing the best i can um uh get one response that says this week should be red red talk that's referring to the fact that taylor swift is dropping her red taylor's version formerly my favorite album now an album that is probably going to put me into three months worth of depression so thank you for that
1: there's probably some people you could get for that
0: Uh, Another girl says, pick me. That's terrible effort. And then hashtag J. Cole says, sup. Jamie and Peter are gone now. Thank God. Now we need the awkward apple Rodney to go away. And I was like, wow, he's watching the show. He's probably hanging out with some girl, and and they're watching it. Maybe they're listening to Red Talk. That's really nice. Yeah, uh, good for him. So um, that's how that went. Uh, There is more. Those were my eight favorite if that tells you a little bit about what the rest of them look like. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what's coming after this. It, it's Lexi's never going to let me live it down if there's not a Bachelor segment, and I obviously want there to be. But um, it is 6.12 p.m., and I don't have anything planned. So it's not looking good. This could be it. <laughs> this might be it. So <laughs> uh, You already dropped one episode this week. You don't have to. You're
1: already going above and beyond.
0: You know, I, 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 you have no idea how bad I needed to hear that. Um, yeah, kind of am going above and beyond. All right. Uh, just in case, either way, I'm going to go ahead and say them both. The Bachelor and TTYL.